Sunday Gravy. Welcome to Sunday Gravy. This is a podcast based on recent sermons of High Point Community Church, as well as anything else that just happens to be on our mind. If you would like to contact us, you'll find all of our information at highpointcommunitychurch.org or highpoint.community. And now on with the show. And now on with the show. I sound just <laughs> like that guy that was yeah, just talking. What? <laughs> uh, welcome to Sunday Gravy. Let me say it like that guy. Welcome to Sunday, Sunday Gravy. Gravy. Today is January 22nd, 2024. Coming to you to review January 21st, 2024. Number, that, that's how it works. Numbers are hard. <laughs> this is Blake. And I'm joined by Pastor Joey Hill. Hello. And Miss Tiffany Wilson. What's up? And we hadn't been with Hatton. We have not been with you guys in quite a while. You're still in 23, aren't you? Man. Uh, so let's see. I think our last episode was just before New Year's or at New Year's or right Somewhere after New there, Year's. Yeah. Or when was Did that? We, uh, Let me look. Let me look. No, well, we, it was before you were Christmas, out of town. wasn't it? It was before been a while. Christmas. Oh, no. We did it after Christmas. I feel like we've done one since Christmas. December 28th. Yes. That's so it's right. been a month almost. Are you serious? I mean, today's the 22nd. Sorry, guys. So sorry. Gravy I blame babies. the weather. <laughs> the we do ice, blame the weather. The ice and yes. snow. Yeah, let's talk about everything that's going on since December oh, 28th. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> so, what happened on December 29th? Do y'all remember? <laughs> No, I'm. I'm <laughs> no, <laughs> I thought that was the joke. <laughs> no, I was just kidding. <laughs> I barely remember yesterday, Blake. <laughs> so, what did you do the week of the seventh through the what? I don't know. Do you that, ever have that thought? Like you watch the detective shows, and they're like, "Where were you on this date yeah. and time?" And somehow they have. If that was me in real life, I'd be like, "Just go ahead and put the cuffs on me," you know? Yeah. Because I couldn't tell you. I don't know what I was <laughs> doing on that night. <laughs> I'm sure I was. You Wasting remember that time song? What was that song? <laughs> I was framed. It's like a. I remember it was in the La Bamba movie. Richie Valens sang it. Do you oh, remember, remember that? that movie? Yeah. Do you remember the? He sings a song like where he talks about being framed. He's like, I was walking down the street minding my own affair when two policemen grabbed me unaware. They said, "Is your name Henry?" And I says, "Why show?" They said, well, "Yo, the boy I've been looking for." <laughs> Anyway, and he talks about him being interrogated. Oh, yeah. And he was like, where were you on the night of whatever, 1963? Mm-hmm. He said, I was home just a twiddly D. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, twiddly D. It's funny. Um, mm. what, what's been going on since the last time we recorded? I'm trying to think. Um, I know we had our student. We should have had Jake or Hope or one of them come sure, in today. To talk about our student our conference. Students go to student conference. And they end up having to come back early. They did yeah. for that the was ice an, and snow. That was an eventful week. It was, mm-hmm. and that was last right when I got yeah. back too. Yeah. I mean, I oh was, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you, yeah, you got something to talk about. Oh, I do. Yeah, you were going on a cruise. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. We instead of doing Christmas this year and everybody getting their own, you know, ind- individual presents, we decided to do a group present and give everybody a little getaway. So we needed it. Plus. The fact that my oldest got engaged and mm-hmm. her wedding is in June, it hit us that this may be the last opportunity to take a vacation of six. Mm-hmm. From now on, it'll be seven. So 
So we wanted to do one last little fling, I guess. And, you know, it was nice. We needed it. It was good. Yeah. If I was if I was Jake, I would have probably been yeah. making all kinds of noise about that. Yeah. Oh, like, sure. I'm the one that just bought a ring. I should go yeah. to the Bahamas. That's right. That's right. And I looked at him. I looked at him, and I said, get over it, man. <laughs> I mean, what's he going to do? I would have been like, I'm sorry. It's not my call. Nothing is. So, <laughs> I mean, in all That's truth. Right. Throw somebody else under the bus. Exactly. In all truth. Nothing is stopping him from going and buying his own ticket on the cruise. This is yeah. true. Except a bad name in your eyes. So. This is true. <laughs> yeah. It's true. Except being a jerk. <laughs> but we, I will say this, we were the family, though, that did have, we all had the same t-shirts. I saw that. You know, so we were, we were that crew. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's a he, he's looking at me because there's a funny text between <laughs> me and him and Brownie. I can't remember how it came up. Oh, we were talking about t-shirt. We were talking about the new New Year t-shirts. Yeah, that are coming out. Yeah, they're yeah. coming out. We were talking about the New Year t-shirts, and we were looking. At, we were kind of talking about designs and all this kind of stuff. And uh, by the way, I can't wait till the shirt comes out. It's going to be good. And then I get to say. This is what I argued for. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You but you know got to tell the listener, everybody that comes to High Point, you get a free T-shirt. And it, yeah. it's a theme shirt for this year. We do an annual theme. Yeah. And so we, we give out a free T-shirt. Everybody it, wears them on the uh, on the first Sunday of every month, like a good cult would. And <laughs> I was, I was waiting. I, I, know. I knew you were going to say that. I can't help it. It's always Every funny. Time. It's it, it's always funny though to stand in the commissary and, and everybody walk, and and you have visitors walk in. They're like, "Why am I the only one not wearing Kelly Green?" You know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but hey, we do have them there on the table. Yeah, you can grab one and put it on. That's it. They're mm-hmm. absolutely unless we're free. out of your size. <laughs> Which is possible. <laughs> it After is about possible. June or July, very possible. Well, yeah. <laughs> Ooh. No, we were swapping those about, I don't remember. We were talking about those T-shirts, and anyway, and then she made reference to something about a particular style of T-shirt, and I was asking if one was soft or whatever. Anyway, mm-hmm. and she said, yeah, it's like our cruise T-shirts, our family cruise T-shirts <laughs> that I didn't know existed. <laughs> and so, Until that moment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so that was like... That was way, you know what I mean? That was it's like TMI. she took the apple tree and she bent that fruit all the way down to the ground. <laughs> and so I immediately start making fun of family oh, yeah. t-shirts. Oh, yes. And then Brownie was quick to respond to go to my wife's Facebook, screenshot oh, our yes. Christmas picture. There it is. In our the matching pajamas. Matching oh, pajamas. Yeah. And she's like, yeah. as I'm making fun of, you know, Families wearing the same, same T-shirt, and I'm sure, like I'm, I'm quickly scrambling through Google Images trying to find a picture of a cheesy family at Disney all wearing the same shirt. And she goes and screenshots my family, and she's like, "Oh, you mean like when families wear the same thing like this?" So, it was good. Oh yeah, that's funny. It's a is is pretty good battle sometimes when you when you. Uh, when you put me and Brownie against each other as far as scouring the internet to find an mm-hmm. incriminating image the fastest. Yeah, I have yeah. to interject here. And like, <laughs> like, that sounds dangerous people, for you, Joey. Here's the deal. It, it's, a, it's a group text between Blake, my wife, and myself, mm-hmm. to which Blake and Brownie, if you go back and look at that group text, 
<laughs> it's probably 200,000 texts. I've probably texted twice. <laughs> It's constant. Like, I'll be I'll be at a very important meeting, and my mm-hmm. phone is just buzzing <laughs> off the hook. <laughs> and then I look down, and it is Blake and Brownie going at it. Mm-hmm. It's just yeah. Oh my goodness! It's basically us fire darts back and forth at each other, and then I'll throw him under the bus, and then she'll fire darts for a while, and then and then she'll throw him under the bus, mm-hmm. and so yeah. it, it definitely is dangerous for him for sure. Mm-hmm. My silence, my silence is deafening on that thing. <laughs> They'll be making fun of me. What do you think, Joey? Crickets. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> anyway, but how was the cruise? It was good. It was good. Um, you know, a cruise is a cruise is a cruise, you know. It's just... <laughs> it's just... I don't know. I've never been on one. What? I don't care to get so on a boat what? in the middle of the ocean. Do, would that too freak many, you out? Too many Why? horror stories. Like what? So I heard the one that time. Like they, they had like, stranded on the boat? No, they had like plumbing issues oh, and it that's, flooded. That's one in a And then there's kajillion. like, I've heard where that like people start getting a stomach bug and you're just stuck on the boat. Uh, and I'm just, I'm good. I'm well, good. I'll just stay I, on land. Yeah, but you get on a plane and fly to San Francisco. I mean, I would yeah, much rather like something a, go wrong okay, on a boat than a plane. But that's like mm, a couple like, hours. I can swim. I can't fly. It's like a couple hours. <laughs> there's no lifeboats on a plane, is there? <laughs> Uh, they don't have parachutes little, for no, everybody. I'm not even talking about that. not going to help you. <laughs> yeah, that's like, what's that, Tommy Boy? Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's like we're flying from New York that's to it. Chicago, and he's like, some good that flotation device is going to do. <laughs> if I were a betting man, I bet we hit a, a mountain that's instead it. of a lake. That's it. <laughs> no, I'm not even concerned about the boat going down. I'm just getting concerned about getting stuck on it for days at a time uh, and being man. miserable the whole time. Oh, I got you. Um, I'm not. As long as the I'm, midnight buffet stays open, I'm good. You're good. <laughs> I mean, as long as the ice, if the ice cream machine goes down, burger joint is open. Trouble, yeah. it's great. If the ice cream machine stays open, which yes. <laughs> thankfully they're not managed by McDonald's. And so. No, they're not. <laughs> For sure. So, speaking of, you guys crushed some ice cream <laughs> oh, cones, didn't you? Oh, my goodness. I don't know how that competition got started, <laughs> but it got to be a whole goal. It was like, because it's endless ice cream cones. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, and we had, a, you know, every family does. They find their favorite spot on the boat, and that's where they eat. That's where they sure. hang out. It's where they play games mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. And ours just happened to be right in front of the ice cream cone machine. <laughs> well, usually so, it's like one of the, wherever one of the first few places you eat. That's like good, yeah. You know, yeah. and it's like, why would we go anywhere else? If well, it ain't broke, don't right. fix it. Don't fix it. <laughs> Everything we need in life is right here. And uh, there's water, so, there's chairs, <laughs> there's food, and it just keeps coming. That's it. That's it. And uh, so yeah, so we uh, we started eating. You know, we eat ice cream cone after breakfast, after lunch, <laughs> after <laughs> snack. This is what we do now. Dinner. This is what we do now. And uh, and so we 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 you know we'd get together and play family games. And man, we would probably it, it, it just it hit them one day on the like the second day they're like, how many cones have we already eaten? Mm-hmm. And then it just turned into a whole goal. I wonder how many we can eat by the end of this trip. And so by the time it was all said and done, it was. 130 plus ice cream cones mm. that our That's family has eaten. So there's repentance needed in our family. <laughs> that That is just wrong. The mild yeah. bit of gluttony. That's there. just wrong. <laughs> did, you know what you uh, you should have had? Uh, didn't you, you guys have some shirts made that said something about Mayfield on them? No, that's coming. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. I was going to say, you're the, fa- Mayf- yeah, you're the family from Mayfield Road, Mayfield Ice Cream. Oh, okay. I see what you're doing there. Yeah. yeah. 
just obvious to me. I wasn't doing it. I just did it to itself. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, but no, we had fun. We had fun. I think I think the the most adventurous we got was we were in this one little island I didn't even know existed called uh, Bimini, and mm-hmm. it's in the Bahamas, and it's about seven miles long. And we got off the boat and we just rented a golf cart. Yeah, which. Over there, you know, it's kind of like an old British colony, so everybody drives on the wrong side of the road. <laughs> you should not give me a golf cart driving on the wrong side of the road. I'm just gonna go ahead and throw that mm-hmm. out there. That would mess with me. Oh my goodness! Yeah. But did but y'all go? We, y'all we went, had a blast. Did y'all go to Exuma? No, no. But y'all swam with pigs. Yeah, that's in Nassau. Oh, well, they're trying to be like an Exuma knockoff, I guess. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you just freaked everybody out listening. They're like, he swam with what? <laughs> No. Come on, everybody knows you go to Exuma to swim with pigs. First of all, I didn't even know that existed. Really? Swimming with I pigs? Did, I didn't either. Are you shocked that I did know it existed? Probably not. <laughs> not at all. Not at all. Yeah. I'm it a, does sound like a say what, ex, uh, you know, you know, segment no, or whatever. No, it's that that's that's something yeah. Swimming a lot with of pigs. Yeah, a lot of people do that. The, where they call the, we're gonna go visit the swimming pigs. Yeah. It's an Exuma, like you. Anyway, mm-hmm. it, it, but they got them in Nassau it, too. I it didn't wasn't know that. worth the money. I'm just going to throw. Oh, you had to there. pay to do it. Yes, it's an excursion. Oh, oh it was like an, you get I off the you. boat and go. Now I will say it's a cheap, cheap compared to all the other costs of the other wait, excursions. Wait, wait, wait. Did you get on a boat? Did you get onto a small boat? Yes. Well, are you sure you were in Nassau? Though? Yeah, we were in Nassau. But I'm saying you were docked in Nassau. Are you sure you didn't go to Exuma? Well, I don't know where. <laughs> I, did you have your I map kn- out, Columbus? Did no, you know I did where you not. Were? I did not. <laughs> All I know is, is I was Let I was hurry. told on what side, on this side of the boat is where all the poor people live, and on this side of the boat is where all the rich people live. And they were pointing out all these big giant houses. And oh yeah, we saw uh, Michael Jordan's house. You know, we um, oh who who was it? Uh, Pierce Bronson. You know, all these different. Famous people or whatever. And um, and so next thing you know, we ended up at Sun K Island or whatever they call it. And that's where we did our, you know, had our lunch and just hung out on the beach and stuff. But then you got on a small boat after, which is like a second small boat. And then you go from Sun K across the little channel mm-hmm. to another beach over there where they were swimming with pigs. Hmm. I'm pretty sure that you were... In, you were in Exuma. Okay. <laughs> but you made it sound like you get off the boat and there's pigs. No. No. Okay. No, I'm just, anyway. So what else, Any anything else interesting happened on the cruise? Or not really? What else happened? No. Anything ha- happened with you since last time we recorded? Mm, biggest thing we've had going on is that John Luke turned five. <laughs> so we had a lot of birthday stuff going on. There was birthday ice cream, birthday dinner, birthday party, birthday, <laughs> birthday arcade. It was uh, it was the whole birthday week, and with school getting canceled thanks to the ice all week. Yeah, oh my, we goodness. had plenty of time for it. So it was a lot of fun between Christmas break, all the ice oh and everything. Goodness. These they kids were back have gotten like, like three weeks off. They were back like three days, and then they were out that Friday because mm-hmm. it was supposed to be storming. Well, that was and like, then the whole week last week because of the ice. Yeah. <clears throat> Corners principal had sent out a, you know, like a weekly, you know, newsletter update, mm-hmm. whatever thing. And it said, um, 
We're we're looking forward to our first five day week. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> me too. <laughs> they started yeah. today. Every parent's like, I need my babysitter back. <laughs> Take these children back. <laughs> but I I can't even remember everything that's uh, happened since. I um I don't think I had celebrated my last Christmas, had I? I think you did. No, I did because you told us about something that you got. What didn't you? Was it a making? Didn't you get the making kit at that one? What? No. No, I don't think so. I'm confused. I think the last time <laughs> I we recorded, we about it. I think I did my last Christmas that next day. Mm. I did get a lay. I told y'all that. Yeah, you told me that. I told you that, but I don't know if I said it on the podcast. Mm. So now I can uh, make pins and rings and things like that. I can turn them into a wood turner. Hmm. Make things with my hands out of mahogany. <laughs> and you made fun of me for whittling. <laughs> I don't see much difference I there. Don't. It's very different. No. It's very not. man very manly. Not. <laughs> um all not, right. not when you couple that with your bread maker, Blake. <laughs> bread making <laughs> kit. Well, if y'all don't have anything else to talk about, I have something I want to talk about. Say what? This is going to be one of those where y'all are like, all right, why are you doing this and why are you doing it now? <laughs> but <clears throat> I got to thinking, I was looking through and I had, um, I had bookmarked a bunch of uh, like crazy news stories and things like that that I thought would be good for Say What segments. Sure. And um, <clears throat> that sort of thing. I was like, you know, I'm getting tired of doing these news stories. And I know sometimes we've done like trivia and stuff like that, but I was thinking, you know, sometimes I come in the office and I start talking about stuff and like a particular subject and you know how I'll just come in and I'll be on a soapbox and I'll just mm-hmm. like rail about a particular thing mm-hmm. and I'll just talk about it endlessly and y'all will look at me, one of you, whoever I'm talking to would look at me like, say what? <laughs> <laughs> so <clears throat> I don't know why, but over the holidays, this is something that has been eating at me like heavily and so i have a major axe to grind you make it sound so serious but i it's have a, a feeling it's not no it's extremely serious okay <laughs> it's extremely serious i have a major axe to grind and i thought what platform could i use <laughs> and i thought why not the podcast so i'm <laughs> leveraging sunday gravy at this moment mm. to talk about something that's very important that we need to get everybody on board with okay okay and that is Time zones. Oh, here we go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I agree, but how much detail are you going to go audience, into? <laughs> you can already tell. This is already a beaten dead horse right here. <laughs> Wait. Are y'all, are y'all, do y'all disagree with me? The last time we had this conversation, I agreed with you. Okay. I, I felt like... <laughs> and then I just kept doubling down on you. Yeah, it was... <laughs> I, I, I just kept going, you know, I don't make the decision here. I just, <laughs> I, we, like he's I, trying to convince we, you. <laughs> we had to direct this in another way to somebody else. So time zones. And so this, I want to put this out there for everyone. And I think it's something that needs to be... So I'm introducing my idea for time zones. 
as the say what segment. Okay. Oh, okay. And um, I just want to put this out there because we have a lot of people that want to come up and talk about various things that they hear on the podcast. And so I'm putting this out there as a, this is my grassroots effort to change the world. Okay. (laughs) Plus the gospel. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's important too. (laughs) Uh, But hopefully not in that order. So something that has always irked me, and I think this would be the case for, and this is how it started, obviously, but it multiplied over and over. But as a fan of sports, it is so incredibly frustrating for something to kick off on Pacific time or Eastern time. Nothing ever kicks off on mountain time, but (laughs) – but. It's it's frustrating um, for something that is, and 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 I'll, I'll frame it this way: you know, the United States is like the population uh, east of the Mississippi is like way greater than the population west of the Mississippi. Sure, on in the continental United mm-hmm. States. Um, <clears throat> by the way, let me go ahead and just say. We're not talking about Alaska, and we're not talking about Hawaii. And in general, I don't care about them. <laughs> they have their. I, I have confirmation that Bibles are in both places, and they will be fine. <laughs> They'll figure this out. No, they can. They can. Well, here's my whole theory on that. You know what I mean? Like, if 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 I just set a severed foot up on the table, and I was like, "That's part of my body," but I had two feet. You know what I'm saying? Like. They're like, no, if it's not attached, it's not part of your body. Y'all are both looking at me like I'm crazy. <laughs> I'm just thinking, where are you going with this? I'm just thinking of the implications of what you're saying. <laughs> they can call themselves the United States, but they're not. They're not attached. Oh, my goodness. Here we go. <laughs> they're vacation destinations, and I love them, and I'm thankful for them, for the, the outdoorsy part of Alaska and the paradise of of, feel, Ho- of Hawaii. I feel like we could cut this off here and segue into the whole family body of Christ thing. <laughs> anyway, mm. but you know, you could have just said they're on island time or something like that. Well, they have, you know, what is it? So Pacific, and then I think Alaska time is like an hour behind Pacific time, right? Because it's that much further west, and then Hawaii time is like an hour behind that. Mm-hmm. So there's like a two-hour difference between like L.A. and Hawaii as far as time zones. Mm. What I'm getting at is Alaska and Hawaii are both vacation destinations, and that's a good thing. Yeah, It's vacation de- vacation destinations that as the United States, we can stand up and we can pound our chest and say, we own. Like, those are ours. <laughs> <laughs> Aloha. <laughs> anyway, <clears throat> but the time zone thing is just something I just kind of want to throw out there because here's my solution. It's so very frustrating for something to be kicking off on Pacific time or even Eastern time, especially if like, you know, it's, they're trying to start it. So what you end up with is you end up with people on the East, in the East coast, having to start things way either later than what they would prefer, you know? Mm-hmm. So you got football games that are kicking off at eight at night, eight or nine o'clock at night to accommodate for the other time zones. Sometimes even kicking off at 10. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the yeah the the uh, on the western yeah. on western time so they're try- they're kicking off they want to kick off at seven o'clock local their time sure 
So if you're watching that and you're, you know, if you're watching Oregon and Stanford play at Oregon and you are in, um, you know, you're Atlanta. in Atlanta. Yeah, Atlanta. Then it's it's 10, 10, o'clock o'clock. At, 10 o'clock at night and the game's starting. And that's just, I don't know. <clears throat> I, I just always had a bad taste in my mouth about that. But then also, I think this whole issue that we're in with like states deciding or even cities deciding we don't want to observe daylight savings or we do, we only want, we want to stay in daylight savings. And then states being split in half by time zones. Like, I think the combination of all of those things, can you imagine the number of missed meetings mm-hmm. because of time zones? The number of uh, missed doctor's appointments, Zoom call, you know what I'm saying? I mean, the list goes on and on and on of things that are messed up strictly because of time zones. Yeah. Because they're complicated. I mean, think well, about think about your <clears throat> your flight tickets. It's like yeah. you you're leaving at 6 and arriving at 6. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's yeah. like, you know, but it's like you you know, it's it's confusing. Well, it's one thing if you're flying to another country, you know, and but in in the United States, we've vastly overcomplicated it mm-hmm. in my opinion. So, you know, we got four time zones. We've got um Eastern, Central, Mountain, and Pacific. So my solution is we 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 go from two – I mean, we go from four to two. There should be East time and West time. And every, it should essentially be split – not exactly, but <clears throat> to start with, you would say, okay, where's the dividing line? Well, let's put the dividing line where currently Central and Mountain time are, kind of right there in the middle, but actually – um, it's going to have to be moved back. Where is Mountain exactly? Is it like on the Arkansas, Texas? Is that where? So it goes down. Here, I'll show you a picture. Like Colorado is Mountain Time. Yeah, I'll show you a picture. Uh, but actually, it's going to have to be moved. It's going to have to, for my solution to really work, it's going to have to be moved back east. So here you go. There's your... There's okay, your so, so, so Texas most, is the Texas is, is the central. Most of Texas. There's one little tip on the far western side of Texas. Okay, that's in Mountain Time, and that's the thing. But if you look at, if you look at like North Dakota, South Dakota, Nebraska, Kansas, they're all being split. Sure. By time, I think you're sure. just going to end up in weird scenarios where like. Midnight is actually occurring at what we would now consider like 10 p.m. Mm-hmm. Well, and it's just going to feel like it would feel weird. <clears throat> so here's how you here's first midnight off, wouldn't be the middle of the night. It ha- yeah, it will be. So what you have to do is you have to shift that line back towards the east a little bit. Basically, you would want that line to be dividing somewhere. Basically, it one make it cleaner, make it go up the. Uh, let me show you that map again so you can get a better idea of what I'm saying. Make it go up the um, the Louisiana, Arkansas, Missouri, Iowa, Minnesota line. Okay, mm-hmm. you see what I'm saying? Shift mm-hmm. that line back. That's where the dividing line would be. Also, too, what that does is that puts a a bunch more of the population into the Western time zone, and it balances that out a little bit. It'll still be a heavier population in the East even then, but it would it would definitely even things out. It would even that balance out quite a bit more. 
And here's the reason that you do that. <clears throat> so, so what you're saying is if it's 6 o'clock in the east, then it would be 5 o'clock in the west. That's it. There's one hour the difference. to California. There's one hour difference between New York and L.A. Okay. And, and, and it would greatly simplify. Also, too, everyone stays on daylight savings time, federally mandated. <laughs> you have no option. That needs to happen anyway. That's a whole other conversation I right know, there. I know, so, <laughs> I know. Hate, I hate the change. So basically, you obliterate time change. These, this is my solution. You go to two time zones, and you obliterate the time change. Now, you want to talk about simplifying things, like drastically? Now, all you got to know is, am I in the east or am I in the west? That's it. Also, too, by doing it and moving that line the way that I did, you eliminate all these states where it's split in half. So now Texas don't have, like, a little city that you're driving into that just so happens to be in yeah. mountain time where the rest of the state is in central time. Mm -hmm. But Kansas, Nebraska— South Dakota is nearly split in half. That's frustrating. Mm -hmm. North Dakota has a big chunk of it that's in uh, mountain time. Um, Idaho is all messed up. <laughs> is all messed up because then they've got certain sections that uh, some certain sections that just say, no, we're, we're going to be central time or no, we're going to be Pacific time. And then the others will be like, we'll just be what you tell us to be and we'll be mountain time. And then you've got some in there that say we're not going to observe daylight savings and some that say that we are. And it's just all messed up. So think about that. Think about you're in a general metro area and you drive from one part of the metro area mm -hmm. to another and you have to not only be in tune with what all the local time, you know, policies mm -hmm. are, mm -hmm. but also what time of year is it? How many doctor's yeah. appointments have been missed in those areas? Mm. You know what I'm saying? How many oh, meetings? Yeah. How many Zoom calls? How many? I mean, think well, about all the things that are going into. I can see that, but also if you've lived in that for long enough, you've probably adjusted. I understand, but the problem is, is I mean, our, you're still going to miss some things. Our but. society is getting more and more global. Yeah, but we're, you know what I'm saying, to the point to where, I mean, I mean, you've worked remote mm -hmm. for other jobs for a long time, so you know what I'm talking about. Like it's the the confusion. Now you're passing that confusion off to other people, mm -hmm. and then they they have to now acclimate to all of your local customs. Mm -hmm. and I so, had I had one experience that where that confusion was, especially for me, because I had to spend like a week down in like the Opelika Happy Valley area. That's around Auburn. That's mm -hmm. right there on the yep. Georgia mm -hmm. Alabama state line. That's right. And Fe so Phoenix I was, City, Columbus, Georgia. Yeah, Phoenix City, all that area down there. So so basically, I was doing like a week revival there. Yep. And so I had to stay in people's homes all week long. And and I kept noticing, like, we kept, I would say, a time, and they would be like, oh, okay, well, you know, um, we're, it's, we're already too late for that. And I'm like, no, we're not. And they're like, oh, yeah. And I'd look at the clocks on their walls, and they were an hour ahead. Mm. Yeah. And I said, why are y'all an hour ahead? Because it's still central we're here, right? And they're like, yeah, but we go by Columbus, Georgia, Georgia time. We go by Columbus, Georgia time because in Georgia they have better payroll taxes and stuff like that. So people on purpose drive across the state line mm -hmm. to work. Mm -hmm. And because that's their work schedule, they set all the clocks in their home. Happens all to the time. That, hmm. happens to that other all the time in major yeah. in major metro areas. Mm -hmm. Now introduce the added the added complexity of some of those me metro areas 
observing or not observing daylight savings. Right. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I'm not saying that situation wouldn't exist exactly, and it would, it would, but it would only exist yeah. right where that east-west dividing line is, and the numbers of them would be greatly reduced. Yeah. But uh, also, think the here's what brought it to mind again for me is uh, Tennessee is a state that's cut, not in half, but it's cut, and so our 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 students are they're up mm-hmm. in Gatlinburg Pigeon Forge. They're an hour. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They're an hour ahead of us, even though Nashville is on our time. Yeah. And that was just that those kind of things are just like extremely frustrating. It can cause issues with just like simple stuff like, hey, we're gonna be back at this time. Well, is that y'all's time y'all are in now or is that our time here? Yeah. You know. Well, so, and I've also had the issue too where it's like, okay, I gotta get up next morning. I'm in a area that's a different time zone than what I'm what I'm normally in, mm-hmm. and I got to get up to something important, and I'm like, wait a minute, I'm not sure if my phone changed over or not. Like there have been times where it's like, you know, people people are like, my phone didn't change over. Why? Yeah. It, you know, because you do that when you're driving down the interstate. Mm-hmm. My phone changed over, but my wife's didn't, and so yeah. that can create some a little bit of, you know, I'm not sure. You got to go double check. Yeah. yeah. Well, that so. It, it just, needless to say, what the state that we are in right now, I don't mean state as in like state of Alabama, I'm just saying the state of circumstances that we're in is a logistical nightmare mm-hmm. when you look across the board nationally. And I think somebody could run for president and this be the only thing that they stand for. <laughs> <laughs> go for it. I, I think Blake, the case is that go strong. For it. I go think for it. it. Forget the border. <laughs> Forget the economy. <laughs> Forget it all. <laughs> if we can't keep time, what are we even talking about? <laughs> Let's make it simple, stupid. Right? Oh, yeah. Let's do yeah. this. I'm a, that's 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 my campaign slogan. K I S S. Keep it simple, stupid. Mike Huff will be all in. I promise. Oh, oh, he would vote for you all day long. <laughs> for those that don't know, Mike Huff is a huge Kiss fan. Oh yeah. <laughs> but that would be. I would. I mean, so it's a logistical nightmare that we're mm-hmm. in. Now, I, there's a lot of people that would come back with certain arguments. Probably the most common argument is be like, well, if you draw it at central, or if you if you separate where central and mountain are now, and they're on the same time as somebody that's in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, like that's a huge difference on sunrise and sunset. Mm-hmm. They're correct. that, And that's why you have to move it a little bit. So... I've done some research on this. <clears throat> Do you know what the most eastern point in the continental United States is? No. Uh, would it be like, is it in Georgia? Let me go ahead and clarify. No, you don't know, but do you want to guess? <laughs> yeah. No, no, I was. Is it in Georgia? in Georgia? I think it's like Savannah or somewhere like that. Yeah, like, yeah, Jekyll Island, all that way out there. Yeah. No, that's wrong. Uh, okay. <laughs> It's a sorry. Georgians. It's a place. It's a place called Lubeck, Maine. Oh, okay. Um, do you know? So Lubeck, Maine. Just to give you an idea, sunrise today on current time, which we're on, was uh, six fifty-seven a.m. All right. Mm-hmm. So now, what you would have to do is compare that to what was the sunrise in the westernmost point of the central time zone. Okay. Which is a place called Van Horn, Texas, and sunrise was at seven fifty-six a.m. But they're also an hour behind Lubeck, Maine. You see what I'm saying? So that's essentially a two-hour difference mm-hmm. in sunrise. 
Mm. See what I mean? That's mm-hmm. why I'm saying like midnight actually is going <clears> to <throat> fall around 10 p.m. in some places. But if you sh- if you shift that, if you just shift that to where I said, and you go all the way to basically one of your westernmost points would be, as far as like a major metro area, <clears throat> one of your westernmost points, if you were to shift that to that Louisiana, Arkansas, Missouri, mm-hmm. you know, Iowa, Minnesota line, and let that be the dividing line, then like Fayetteville, Arkansas would actually be one of your western Mm-hmm. most points in the east, the new east time zone. And the difference <clears throat> would be with the time change is only about 45 minutes hmm. with the time change. So then what happens on the western side? <clears throat> it's even less. Really? Mm-hmm. Hmm. It's even less. Interesting. So, yeah, you the difference in sunrise would only because the world is flat on that side. Yeah. <laughs> and what the, how we sit now... In some of the larger time zones, mm-hmm. like the central time zone, we're we're kind of within that margin of error already. We're within about a forty-five minute span. Like if you drive from the the easternmost part of the central time zone to the westernmost part of the central time zone, your difference in sunrise is around forty minutes. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So basically, by moving that line to the east a little bit, we've essentially negated that completely. Almost. I think in order for you to to win this battle, I I've won it. I mean, I've settled it. In your head. (laughs) No, I'm just saying across the board to the powers that be, you would have to absolutely prove how it's more lucrative money-wise. Because at the end of the day, less confusion is not not what drives. I'm trying to think of a good example. Um, Showtime boxing, pay-per-view, UFC, okay? pay-per-view, one call from their executives would absolutely 100% seal the deal. We would, for certain, sell more pay-per-views on the East Coast. You know what I'm saying? Sure. For a for a 8 o'clock fight card start time versus a 10 o'clock fight card start time. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, we can tell you that with 100% certainty. So, I mean, when you just get into the sports – realm sure. of things. Sure, sure. It would be easily provable by the by the televisions. Like, I mean, you get ESPN, ABC, NBC, Fox, you get all of them on board really quickly mm-hmm. because it's going to be painfully obvious how many more people will watch. Yeah. But I think your slam dunk is when you can prove that your Amazons, your UPSs, mm-hmm. all those people will benefit financially from it. Well, at least from a logistics standpoint, how could they not? Mm. Yeah, I would. I would have. I would, that would have to be a pretty. I'd have to look at that, but that would have to be a pretty yeah. strong argument. Yeah. Like, what is the benefit of you having to deal with multiple time zones? Like, if you could save Amazon like billions, like then, you, then you probably could be president, Blake. I don't want to be president. I don't want to be president. I just okay. want that divide. I just want time fixed. <laughs> I want it to be fixed, corrected. I mean, sure. I want time to be corrected. You're passionate about this. I'm mm-hmm. very passionate very. about it, and then I want it to be. He's put way more thought into it than I have. Right yeah, sure. where that line is, you know, right where that line is, we just separate it right there, and we have like a, a eastern time zone and a western time zone. You know, we'll call one Blake time and the other Wingo time. But I'm not looking mm. for any glory here. 
There's already websites on this, correct? <laughs> there are. There yeah. are. And I'm not a, I'm not original. You're not thought. a pioneer on this. No, I'm not. Uh-huh. I'm not a pioneer. Like I've heard other people mention this before, but the more I've sat on it and the more I've thought about it, it makes so much sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what should infuriate you? What? That aliens probably get more FaceTime than something like this. <laughs> probably. We, we. I mean, not <clears throat> me. We're, we're, I have not heard any congressman talking about this. No, sure but not. I've heard congressmen talking about aliens. You want to know, <laughs> nothing makes me lose faith in government as much as the fact of we're trying to decide on new candidates right now, mm-hmm. you know, and mm-hmm. that, that's a very frustrating process for for just the common person, I think. Yeah. I consider myself a common person, like just to watch that unfold is a very frustrating process. We can't agree on time. <laughs> much less who should be the president. <laughs> Let's get, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Let's put one leg in our breeches at the time. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Let's put our pants on one leg at a time. Let's be, true. Let's agree on time. So do you think this would be a federal thing or a state thing? I think it has to be a federal thing. It has to be federal. And I don't think, and I, I don't think states Just, should. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm very much like states should make a lot of the, if not all of their own decisions, pretty much. I'm, I'm very much, I'm very for state. But I think from a federal standpoint, I think time Time <laughs> needs to be one of the very few things that are handed yeah. down from above. I got you. So you're you're saying they should all wear the same T-shirt. <laughs> Is that what you're saying? Well, two football teams. This here country on out. will be a cult. <laughs> one East team and one West team. Ready, go. Meet in the middle. Mm. <laughs> I'm going to start a, uh, a thing. <laughs> let, let, what is it? I'm trying to figure out how to say it, you know. We'll steal like Donald Trump's campaign slogan instead of "Let's make America great." Let's make time right again, or something like that. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so we got MAGA. What does that mean? Make I, time. I MTRA. Yeah. <laughs> make time <right> Murder. <laughs> or, or for the first time. Metro. <laughs> Metro. <laughs> yeah. Or <laughs> or just just a slogan: "Fix time, then everything else." You know what I mean? <laughs> Somebody, somebody surely has ran on that at some point, but evidently nobody seems to be get, getting traction. And I just need a good explanation as to why. That's all I'm asking for. I think you're obviously. I think your biggest obstacle here, though, is people hate change. Mm-hmm. Like we, I mean, we see this in the church. We see this. I mean, I mean, it's. I mean, I see it with you know um, people who you know who are kind of stuck in their ways and, you know, I mean, a lot of older people are that way. And Mm -hmm. I I think you just, I think I just don't think you can get enough people to jump on board with that because nobody's excited about change. Yeah. And when it comes to change, I mean, you, you talk about the long-term financial benefits for companies not having to fool with it, but the up getting them past the upfront cost of adjusting all of their systems to the new time zones is going to be, problematic yeah but you know a lot of the time time zones were originally created really to account for travel time Mm. when you got people moving on railroads and horses and buggies you know the time zones that we have in place now were created in 1883 Mm. come on but now we have Mm. surpassed don't get me wrong travel times are are they still have to be considered but that is much less of an issue now Mm-hmm. Now, I mean, we don't move. We yeah. don't. We no longer move at the speed of a horse and buggy, or the speed of a rail, of a 
a train on mm-hmm. tracks. Now we move at the speed of light in di- in a digital sense. Mm-hmm. And the digital world does more business than the physical world. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Agreed. Like we have we have passed that point. You know the the line of demarcation. We have went way past it, and now there needs to be a change. Mm. I don't disagree. I think we either added listeners or lost them. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but like you said, we can't agree on anything. You know who else can't agree on anything? Sometimes husbands and wives. Oh snap! Nice. Yep. See, once again, we still need a segment transition there between mm-hmm. that and the sermon. Yeah. Correct. Yeah, we've got one. <laughs> Ouch. I'm sorry. Shots fired. I'm sorry. Oh, how about this one? Now it's time to talk about the sermon. <laughs> you like that better? No. <laughs> not, not really. His feelings are still hurt. Oh, me. All right. We actually got, like, what, three sermons? Hey, here's what I know. I, I had, I had a... A kid last night because we had the, you know, we had the high school football banquet here last night, and the house was packed, and we're all sitting there eating. And this ten-year-old girl, uh, she may not be ten; she may be, she might get mad at me if she hears this. Uh, she may be more like twelve, <laughs> seventeen. <laughs> she's like thirty-five. Uh, but she come up to me and she was like, she's like, Pastor Joey. Um, so I listened to your sermon this morning about marriage. I said, like, uh-huh. And she goes, and I just want you to know I've decided I'm not going to be married. <laughs> I said, really? And she said, yeah, it's just not worth it. <laughs> and her dad was sitting right there, and he looked at me, and I went, you're welcome. Yeah. He's smiling. Mission smiling. accomplished. My work here is done. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Dad's like, you're my, that's my pastor. That's my pastor. <laughs> Anybody can talk my daughter out of it. <laughs> but, uh, no, we had the... The third week of the This Is Us series, yeah, we mm-hmm. we, we missed uh, kind of talking about three sermons here, uh, but I still have notes uh, if we wanted to get back into that, but um, I don't know if it's necessary. Notes from like your past sermons, what I was talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, but you started off yesterday talking about, you know, how there's things that you do in marriage that you can't do in in dating, right? Mm-hmm. Ain't that yeah. how you start? Yeah. yeah. Things that you can do in marriage that you can't do in dating. I'm trying to remember what the example was that you used. Um, like going out to eat or like, something? Well, like no. having conversations like, yeah. you know, like for instance, you know, having the conversation about who's going to outlive who. So oh, yeah, like, yeah, for yeah. instance, yeah, yeah. like if I died before you, <clears throat> would you date other people and marry someone else and all that? And I was talking about how, how weird it is that it's okay to have those conversations in marriage, but if you had that conversation in dating, right, you probably wouldn't date anymore. You know? so, That's true. Sometimes weird. I think though there are conversations that need to be had in dating that yeah. are not had That's until true. you're married. Until yeah. you're married, I think there That's are a true. lot of those. I agree <laughs> for sure. There, I mean, I think you know people have insight, but the the or they'll get insight into what how who a person is and what they think about them, but a lot of times. I don't think, like I know, and I'm sure you you cover similar things like this when you do marriage counseling. Mm-hmm. But when I've sat down and done marriage counseling before, one of the one of the first things I'll do is just kind of do a run through a lot of practical things like mm-hmm. that, mm-hmm. like you know, as far as children and 
um, your your parents, you know, his parents, her parents. Have y'all talked about like when you have children? How you know you just run through practical stuff yeah. like that? How, how are you going to feel about your kids staying with his mom? How are you right. going to feel about you know right. what I mean? And it's stuff well, it's that expectations yeah. that don't get discussed and yeah. yeah. I remember when Matt and I were engaged and we were doing marriage counseling, and the guy was like. Who's going to take out the trash most of the time? That's right. Mm-hmm. Who's responsible for the dishes? Yeah. Who's going to who's, who's going to ta- balance the, the checkbooks? Animals. Yeah. Yeah. Who's going to keep the, the checkbooks? Are you going to use his bank? Yeah. Are you or are you going to use her bank? Yeah. Yeah. You know that kind of thing. And it's stuff that's like I'm not looking for the answer. I'm just saying, have y'all talked about this stuff? Yeah. Because if you're, if, have you thought about it? Yeah. Yeah. I did, have y'all ever heard that? Will I didn't share this sun, Sunday, but y'all did y'all hear that quote from Will Ferrell? He said. Um, he said, "Before you get married, you should make sure that they um, have Wi-Fi with very slow internet, just so you can find out what kind of person they really are." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, what, hey, how, how many times have you seen somebody mm-hmm. they're just so nice, and they'll be like, "Where's my service?" You know? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I did not know. <laughs> That's what. Yeah. We we would always. I remember one guy that would. He would always bring something up and he would pick at different subjects. A guy that would do premarital counseling, he would pick at different subjects until he would find something that would press a button with one of them. Yeah. And then he would like dig his feet in on that, like conversationally until he would get them in an argument. And he would get, he would literally get people to the point to where, you know what, like, I'm ready to just like, do we, can we just come back and do this some other time? Like fighting with each other and Mm. he'd be like, stop, 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 stop. Can you marry that? Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Harsh. That's hardcore. Yeah. Man. man but the, man, uh, man. the would you rather, which that got me going. I almost wanted to do would you rather's today. Uh, mm. <laughs> I thought about that. While I was listening yeah. to your message, I was like, oh, we're doing would you rather's on the podcast tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Which maybe we would. I I, and I didn't say this too, but uh, because, because, I mean, there was a ton of would you rather's, you know, that we could have done for marriage and stuff. Sure. But, you know, but like one of the things that I didn't say, but I think is is important to know is is you know if somebody's like, hey, what what's marriage like? Mm-hmm. Well, here's what I think you should do. And somebody asks you what marriage is like, you tell them to leave you alone. <laughs> and then when they do it, and and they're leaving you alone, then you walk back up to them and get mad at them and ask them why they're ignoring exactly. you. Exactly. I was yes. like, and then when they look at you weird, then you go. Now you know what marriage feels like. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to be like, would you rather your wife be three foot seven or seven foot three? <laughs> yeah. Well, well, the would you rather you could have, yeah, you could have done the would you rather like, you know, do you want to, you know, would you rather outlive your spouse or your spouse outlive you? Y'all oh, yeah. Dis- y'all discuss. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It but could get crazy. The one you asked was, would you rather have a marriage that lasts a lifetime but be unfulfilled mm-hmm. or a marriage that is completely fulfilled but end in 10 years? <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, that's a tough one. That's tough. That's a tough thing to think about. It's a challenging thing to think about. You sure. know what I mean? Not sure. necessarily like, like, because I think everybody would say, well, I would rather have a great marriage mm-hmm. and it be over within 10 years. But it, I guess it depends on what you mean by be over with. Yeah, that's that was my thought too. Is like, is it over with because suddenly it wasn't fulfilling anymore? Or and then you have to question the whole thing? Or because away. one of them passed yeah, away? Yeah, I think yeah. you're overthinking yeah. it. Just um, <laughs> typical. It's just done. Yeah, it's over. It's just done. It's over. Uh, but you, you wake said, up one day and they're gone. You know that's not enough information for me. I know. I know. I know. 
Yeah, but uh-huh. you talked about how we think about those kind of things because it's uh it's in our dunna. Uh, our day and night. <laughs> Uh, it's in our, you know, it's kind of baked in. It's ingrained. It's ingrained in our mindset about marriage because it's it's modeled for us, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, basically, I mean, when you think about it, that would you rather is almost kind of a setup because there are two different types of thought patterns that tend to dominate us, and and that's why you've got uh, marriages out there um, that you know that basically have lasted for years, mm-hmm. but in them are people who who are not fulfilled and satisfied with their life choices. So a lot of, a lot of you, if you're younger, um, there's a very good chance that you probably look at some of your grandparents. Um, they've kind of modeled this for you. They hate each other yet. They've been married for 70 years. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's like, Hey, 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 Papa, do you love granny? Yeah. I love that woman, but I can't stand her. Yeah. You know, it's that kind of stuff. Right. And then there are marriages out there, uh, that, um, you know, that failed because they started out of the gate really strong, very meaningful, very fulfilling. And then for some reason, it just stopped. It stopped being very meaningful and very fulfilling. And so those marriages eventually ended because, you know, one uh, or two in that that marriage is both like, you know, if this thing doesn't turn a corner, I'm out, you mm-hmm. know kind of mindset. So really, those are two dominating thought patterns. And that's why we said it's in the dinner of your mindset. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. I'll say our culture has a lot to do with it, too, because there's a big mindset of like, do what makes you happy. Take care of yourself. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't take into consideration any commitment or any like, what are you actually giving back to try to make this situation better? It's all me. Yeah. Yeah, it all comes down to expectations, which comes down to your mindset. Your mindset kind of determines what you expect out of the marriage. Mm-hmm. And and, uh, and basically what I was driving at was um, that, you know, there is tons of research done on this. And basically what, they, what they've discovered is there's five different, different types of mindsets towards marriage. And, um, and really there are two of them that are more dominant than, than the other three far by far outweigh the other. Mm-hmm. And, and those two actually explain the two different mindsets or the two different types of thought patterns that people struggle with. Right. You know, I'm in this for the long haul, even though it's my bed, I made it, now I got to live, live in it. Or, hey, this ain't what I signed up for, I'm out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Those, those are two totally yeah. dominant things there. <clears throat> right. And you, you kind of transition to talk about those, one being – Basically, the romantics or the resolutes. Yeah. Um, romantics being, you know, people who approach marriage, you know, idealistically. Uh, and you pointed out kind of, you know, those ten- those people tend to tend to get divorced at a much higher percentage yes. than the resolutes because romantics are, like you just said, this is not what I'm signed up for, where resolutes are more like, you know, hey, divorce is not an option here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, romantics are more of your storybook type people. They expect marriage to be, you know, very um, phantasmic. It should be, it should have a storybook ending. Right. Um, they're, they're more than likely than the average person to say, um, my soulmate is out there. Yeah. There's only one person perfect for me, mm-hmm. um, that kind of thing. Whereas resolute, they are, they are your more believers in marriage. In other words, this marriage is not a tool to have some phantasmic story, um, but rather, you know, it has a purpose. And 
resolutes have a high um, respect for marriage, right. and so they're they're more likely to say divorce is not an option. So if right. you're married to somebody or you are somebody who who says that for me, divorce is not an option. Right. That I said that very clearly up front when we started dating. Divorce is not an option. Right. Well, if that person has said that, they're a resolute, mm-hmm. um, which basically means that you know they are going to want to have children. So yeah. if somebody looks at you and, and you're dating them and they say uh, divorce, if we ever got married, divorce for me is not an option, your next response should not be, well, I don't want to have children because you're not going to be dating that person much longer <laughs> because resolutes really believe in children. Only about 2% of resolutes don't believe in having children. Mm. So marriage has a purpose yeah. to raise a family. Yeah, mm. I think it's interesting uh, a few things in that. One is, I don't know, this is just my opinion. I think people could definitely be a mix of things, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I also feel like... Um, um, do you feel like people always end up with somebody that's opposite them in that way? Most most people that I, when I take them through this, and and there there's, it's kind of like a a, a an assessment, a marriage assessment that people take, and right. and then it generates this report, and then I kind of walk the couple through the report, and then we use the report as kind of like a launching pad to really. Like you said, your friend did, you know, put your finger on those right. wounded areas and really press. Right. But um, but basically what I see across the board is a romantic and a resolute together. Mm-hmm. And I see that across the board. Now, every once in a while, I'll run into a handful of couples that they're the same human being. There's two resolutes. <laughs> they all do everything exactly together. Or there's two romantics, and they're usually broke. You know, yeah. I mean, they're broke. They're, it's just, just um, right. because the only thing that matters was that we had the most amazing time, you know, and so mm-hmm. where res, resolutes are just like, they don't have a life a lot of times because they don't want to spend the money. They don't want to, you know, they really want, they really want to just, you know, keep functioning, keep functioning. So it's what a, a, So what about y'all? Are y'all, would y'all be willing to admit like what y'all are and what your spouse is? I'll tell you right now, I, I am a romantic, and my wife is a resolute. So, Same here. Matt is a romantic, and I'm resolute. Oh, yeah. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. What would you think about, and this is interesting to me. Mm-hmm. That, this is why, okay. What would you think about me and my wife based on what you know about us? I would love for y'all to take the assessment. That's all I'm going to say. I would love. But if I had to guess, if I had to guess, um, you know, and I'm not implying that romantics aren't organized or that, you know, that they don't, they don't have order in their mm-hmm. life. It's just that they're more willing to, to go the extra mile for that extra meaning. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Um, but for you, I would... I'm gonna go ahead. I, I could I reserve the right to be wrong, <laughs> but I think you're a resolute, and I think Cass is a romantic. I so was thinking me, the same thing. Let me tell you the two non-negotiables that Cass had when we when she, when we were like in a very serious dating relationship, and mm-hmm. we were felt like engagement was coming. She's like the only things I just I want to know that I know that I know is one is I want whoever that I'm with, I want them to know that divorce is not an option. Okay. And I want them to know that I want a big family. 
Yeah. So she's a resolute all day long. I don't, I don't know, though, because Matt's a romantic, but for him, he wanted kids first. Like, he wanted kids before I did. Mm-hmm. We both wanted kids, but he was like, let's do it. Let's mm-hmm. let's have kids. Yeah. Um. And for him, divorce was never – I mean, it wasn't for me either, but he's very strong, like, not sure. an option. Right. Okay, so here it is with me is, like, I said – uh. To both of those things, I was kind of like, okay. <laughs> I'm just trying to seal the deal. Right. I mean, come on. Would like, you just say yes? I, I got to close this sale right here. <laughs> yeah, can, can you I, blame can me? I, can I get uh, the ring out of my pocket uh, yet? <laughs> but no, I was like, <laughs> I remember having, us having conversations about it. And I would say, like, divorce is not an option. And, I, and like, I really think, I, I mean, not think, I felt like I really, really meant that. But I, I can also tell you that I really did not. Not that I'd never wanted kids, but that I, I didn't want kids as quickly, and as plentiful. <laughs> yes. Well, we see who won that battle, <laughs> right? Right. Uh, right. But right. I was, but it was interesting. Like I, you know, and don't get me wrong. Like, like, yeah. Like I love being a dad. Like I love mm-hmm. my kids more. Yeah. Than anything. Yeah. So I'm not saying, man, I regret them. <laughs> it's like it's not not that at all. Uh, um, I just remember, like going into marriage, like I. You know what I'm saying? And so, like, if I had to pigeonhole us into one or the other, yeah, I would say that I was the romantic and she was the resolute just mm-hmm. based on those type of things. But then there are other things. That's why I say I feel like it's definitely got to be a mix. It, it is. is. I yeah. mean, don't get me wrong. I'm sure there are personality types that are very strongly just mm-hmm. one or the other. Yeah. But I feel like for the most part, we're like very much a mix because when it comes yeah. to other things, mm-hmm. I think y'all are, y'all basically saying you're the resolute and she's the romantic. You're basing that on, on the rest of our personality. Mm-hmm. Because then I think in yeah. that regard, you're, sure. you're both right. Sure. Yeah. Like I would be more resolute Here. in things and in the fact that I'm very black and white about stuff yeah. and she's very. You know, well, mm-hmm. anybody who does this, these kinds of things, these characterizations, you, you want to make sure that people understand you're dealing with baselines. Mm-hmm. You know, right. that's yeah. ultimately what you're. So, I'm not implying that romantics, you know, are they they want a divorce. Nobody right. wants a divorce. Right. Nobody right. signs up for failure. Right. right. Sure. So, so nobody wants this. But if you uh, if it's a baseline. Then what it is is what is going to be your natural default when 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 literally uh, all all yeah. is all you're, is thrown to the wolves. You're you know not what saying, I'm saying they're necessarily open to divorce as an end result. You're saying that they are more like I have this beautiful picture in my mind of what marriage is going to be like, and when it doesn't meet that standards, they're quicker to go. Well, well, I'm out. I don't well, know. It, Some it, romantics it, are like, all right, let's get married, but for how long? <laughs> yes, there there are some. There are some. Those yeah. are the ones that are out um, for a wedding, not a marriage. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And I'm not saying that that resolutes don't want a divorce. That I mean, like, yeah. like I mean, there are some resolutes that are just like, look, I've given this everything I had, you know. Um, but the 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 whole point of of discussing this or this even being a part of the actual actual sermon. Was because um, because what I do in marriage counseling and what gets people talking, you know, if I can get a baseline, then I feel like me and this couple can really talk about the issues that you know need to be. Because ultimately, whether you're romantic or you're resolute, there still has to be a meshing of the mindsets. Mm-hmm. Sure. So there has to be that's that that two becoming one kind of thing. And so so you spend a lot of time doing that, but. 
as far as the sermon goes, ultimately what I was doing was just, I just wanted to kind of talk about how marriage is a dangerous sport. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. like people need to understand that. Like somebody asked me one time, what's the most dangerous sport you ever were involved in? And, you know, it's when I disagree with my wife, you know. So so it's a dangerous sport, but the real question that needs to be posed is, why would a holy and divine God right. choose something so 50-50? That's what was next in my notes. Oh, was it? Mm-hmm. Man. Isn't it funny how we get there? All right, ask me why the question. Would, well, me. Why, would, why would God choose something like that to, to describe our relationship with Him mm-hmm. so often? Mm-hmm. Mm. And then the scripture, I'll go ahead and re- you may go ahead and read the scripture. I got it pulled up. What, yeah, do you know what translation you used yesterday? Should have been NIV. Okay. Mm-hmm. Let me switch over to NIV here. Get off the Alex standard version. Ephesians 5, verses 25. There's a lot of people I have no idea why that's funny. 25 through 27. Husbands, love your wives just as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her to make her holy, cleansing her by the washing with water through the word and to present her to himself as a radiant church without stain or wrinkle or any other blemish, but holy and blameless. Amen. Um, Let's see. So I... The, you know, you, remember how you transitioned from the text to this, but you said, uh, you know, in reality, n- our marriage only lasts a little while, right? Yeah. And in compared meaning, to eternity, yeah. In meaning, in comparison to eternity, it only lasts lasts a little while. And the Bible is not a book on marriage, mm-hmm. and uh, that's. Um, you know, even though there are things that we can learn about marriage from Scripture, obviously, but the Bible doesn't point. The Bible, the point of the Bible is not to point to this is how to have a great marriage. Yeah, the emphasis is not on husband and wife as in two humans becoming one flesh. Right. The emphasis is to use the marriage between husband and wife to point to something greater. Mm-hmm. Um, but the the one that you've that you kind of focused in on first is uh, in verse twenty five where it said you know husbands love your wives and you you went into the different types of love I don't know if you want to talk about I didn't write down all the different types sure I started to but then you were you were doing more than I wanted you to so I just stopped <laughs> not that I wanted you to no don't don't take that the wrong way I'm glad you did them yeah. I meant like more than I wanted you to that, so my thumbs could keep up oh I understand <laughs> I understand <Okay. laughs> yeah yeah. Basically, when when Paul says husbands love your wives, we have to be careful that we don't look at that word love and just really start throwing our Western mindset at it. Because, for instance, you know, I look at my wife and say, I love you. And then I look at my children and say, I love you. And I look at my mom or look at my friends and I can say, I love you. I don't have to change my word. I can say love in all of those instances. Mm -hmm. And every person knows I mean something different, Mm -hmm. right? Where in the Greek, that's not the case. They actually use different words to describe the different types of love. So, right. so to, when I look at my wife, um, I, I, and I have a desire and a passion and, and something very intimate with her like that, um, that is an eros type love. So I, eros brownie, you know? And, um, and so, so, so when I look at my children, I don't eros my children. I right. don't desire them in that way. It's creepy. Yeah. It's creepy. It's messed up. And you go to jail. And uh, <laughs> but uh, but no, that is a 
a familial type love, family love, and that is in the Greek called storge. Mm -hmm. So if you were actually to just write it out, it looks like it says storge, but it's storge. And um, and then when I look at my uh, friends, for instance, and I'm hanging out with my friends, that is um, phileia, which Mm -hmm. is you know, brotherly love right. and that kind of thing. And so so when Paul looks at looks at a husband and wife and he says, husbands love your wives, he uses the word agape here. And and agape, I think all of us have heard different definitions about what agape means. But to me, the most defining one is when we realize that agape is more of a love that is about a decision that has been made, mm-hmm. not something that just spontaneously spurs up in the heart. So if I, if it, I mean, I could give you some, some, I'm a romantic, so I could give you all these stories about how I knew that Brownie and I were supposed to be together, how, you know, we, you know, um, just, just how God orchestrated the whole thing. It, it just reads like a storybook and, and and how I gave her the ring, I, I tried to recreate that, you know, and, and create this whole thing. It's a it's a whole story about how I gave her the ring, but but that's kind of like that. I just want to just express my spontaneous love, you mm-hmm. know, that I've had towards her. It's like mm-hmm. I don't know where this love came from. She came out of nowhere and stole my heart. Yeah, that's exactly what a romantic would say. And um, and so what what is interesting is agape is used a lot about God's love towards us and yeah. and in no way is agape implying that that the heart was arrested by love like mm. it was a decision mm-hmm. that was made it's more mm-hmm. of a decision than a spontaneous heart it is as much a matter of the mind mm-hmm. as it is the heart yeah. because if it because it chooses love and this is where i think it it really starts to make sense to people it chooses to love even when the object of that love doesn't deserve it mm-hmm. i like that i really liked your explanation i mean i'd heard people talk about like the different words for love obviously before mm-hmm. but i really liked it and i was trying to think of you know lots of illustrations to go along with that and like i mean i know you were you were running short on time and it wasn't really the point of the right. message but I was thinking, man, you could have a lot of fun with that, though. Man, we could have camped right there all day. Yeah, because mm-hmm. it's like, what, what's the one for brotherly love again? And Phil- I like Phileo. Phileo. Was it you? I know you said it, you know, Sunday. You know, like that was because I heard somebody talk about this recently. I know you referenced that. That's where they get the name Philadelphia from. Yeah. Because, but did you reference it previously? Yeah. In you, another message? You did a whole sermon series mm-hmm. on the different types. Yeah, I can't remember if it was the God last of, February. when we did the God of Me is the God of Love. That's was when it last I did February? it. So it, it was, was about two years series. ago. And yeah. you talked about the different types of love. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. I remember, but I remember specifically remember somebody talking about Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. You know, and it was just really current, obviously, mm-hmm. on my mind. You know, because we had the, you know, I mean, God the, rest the eagle soul. Yeah. Yes. <clears throat> I know. <laughs> I, I thought about texting you a handful of times oh, when they were man. when they were getting curb stomped. They, they're getting skull drug out there. But I was just I'm like, just looking <laughs> at Jalen Hurts going. All I want to look, know is, do you even care? That's all I want to know. He's just he's just cool, calm, he's and just collected. cool cucumber man. Yeah, he's he just is. hey man, this this season's over. Let's move on. Yeah. So, uh, anyway. but uh, that was a uh, no. The whole Philadelphia thing. I thought that was cool. You know, because they had the whole brotherly shove thing that they oh, do or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Uh, the, the the brotherly tush push. The tush push. Yeah. <laughs> but that was a uh, that was 
that was interesting to me. I thought because you know that say it again, fillet, 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 mm-hmm. yeah. So that fillet type of love, like if you're at an Eagles game, mm-hmm. you know, and Eagles score a touchdown and they go up with 30 seconds left, right? And all the Eagles fans are turning and looking at each other and like bear hugging, it's loving, like, loving perfectly good strangers. Yeah, yes. exactly. <laughs> Spilling their beverages all over each yeah. other. I'll buy you a new one. That's the fillet love, right? Yeah. But in that moment, like if they if they spoke the original language, if they looked at each other and said, "I erosh you," that's a different type of party. <laughs> Sorry, I'm never gonna get that time you back. Barely- <laughs> You were going somewhere really good with it. I thought you were going somewhere good with that. Barely, I was waiting for the ooh. Where's the spiritual insight? No, he barely got it out before he oh, busted out laughing. Oh, oh my goodness! I thought it was so, good though. I really did. I thought it was good. I mm-hmm. like the way you explained the different ones. Um, um but you, you. When but you the were, point is, I know. I know. It was about, is I was about to get to the point. I promise. Okay. No, go ahead. No, can I trust you to get to? the No, point? go ahead. <laughs> At least you're honest about it. Mm. No, no, you say it. Agape is a decision to love, even when the ob- even if the object doesn't deserve, deserve it. it. Mm-hmm. And then you talked about how you know has God ever loved someone that didn't deserve it? Yeah, obviously the yes the answer to that is Every yes. One of us. You had a a pretty good quote on agape love right there. Right there is a little thing that you read. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you want if you want to share it now or not. It's up to you. I don't. Well, I got it right here. All right, I could read it. <laughs> um, Agape love gives and loves because it wants to. It does not demand or expect repayment for the love it gives. It gives because it loves. It does not love in order to receive. Mm. Yeah, that's good. And, and, you- and that, that just describes God's love for you. But here's Paul saying, husbands, yeah, have that same kind of love towards your wife. How many times? Oh, my goodness. How many times have couples sat in, in in my office and the whole argument is about how the other one doesn't deserve what this one is doing? That's right. Mm-hmm. And, 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 you know, it's like, it's almost like you don't deserve me even being in this relationship. Right. Or why would I do this for her when she doesn't do this for me? You know, and so it's this constant, do you deserve my love? Right. And that is not marriage. Right. It's not part that, of that. And that's certainly yeah. not a relationship with Christ. Right. Because you said, I think the way you said it is, so think about taking what like what Paul's describing here and inject that into your marriage. Yeah. You yeah. What if you just, in, or any situation. Yeah. yeah. Just put a, a small drop of that in any situation and watch the whole landscape change. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like you no longer are arguing with your wife because you think she's mistreating you or not giving you what you deserve and she doesn't deserve your love. She wants to be cherished and you want to be respected. Mm-hmm. However, the problem is, is you're like, well, I'll cherish her when she respects me. Or the 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 lady is no I when I'm cherished then I'll respect you, and 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 so you got this this mm-hmm. stalemate and that is because you both don't understand agape, mm-hmm. and and that is what a marriage is based on. Yep. It's based on a, a a choice, a mindset, hmm. not something that is spontaneous in the heart. Hmm. Like turning around to go take a picture of a possum or something. Is that what it was? Okay. <laughs> It wasn't a possum. It was an armadillo. Armadillo. <laughs> Which, by the way, is a Christmas ornament on the tree to remind me every year of my failure as a husband. 
Did she buy that? Oh, yeah, she bought it. <laughs> that sounds like a cop love brownie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really on your side, man. Uh, I, me and Cass have an instance like that. Have I told you what it is? I need to buy her. <laughs> Hers was, <laughs> it's late, and we're coming back from somewhere, mm-hmm. and I'm talking about late. Like, I'm tired. I'm like, you know, can't hold my eyes open. Sure. Like, just, Blake, hold it together for 15 more miles, <laughs> and you're good. You're home, mm-hmm. and you can lay down and go to sleep. And it's one of those situations, and we come across a Dairy Queen that's, like, open late. She wants ice cream. And she's like, she says out of nowhere. She's pregnant at the time. That makes it worse. Oh, and she yeah, always yeah. makes sure to emphasize this. Game mm-hmm. over. Yeah, and she says, oh, there's Dairy Queen. Could we stop and get a peanut butter cup blizzard? <laughs> a Reese's blizzard. <laughs> well, we ain't going to get nothing. I mean, the last thing I want right now is ice cream. Mm-hmm. I want a mattress and a pillow. That's all I want. That's all I want out of life is a mattress and a pillow right now. And I drove straight by Dairy Queen. I've mm. never lived that down. No, you haven't. Like she, <laughs> two miles down the road, she is squalling her eyes out. <laughs> Not because the hormones are already raging. Yeah. Like that moment has defined your marriage. Oh, like, yeah. That the I'd... armadillo has defined the marriage. You want to hear for... mine? Oh, you got one? Our second date. He takes me to Chattanooga to go to the aquarium. It was just like a day trip. So we go up there and we go to the aquarium and we go across the street and eat lunch at this really nice restaurant. And then there's a TCBY across the street the other direction. So we're going across the street to get TCBY. And he's like, the light changes and you know, you get the little walk signal. Well, the way this road was, it's like a four lane road in this intersection and there's a I guess, a, what do you call it? median in the middle? Mm-hmm. So it's kind of a long walk. And so we start walking Well, we get a third of the way across. And he goes, the light's changing. Come on. He lets go of my hand, takes <laughs> off running, leaves me in the middle of the road as the light is changing. Come on. That's that's just survival. <laughs> that's survival. You would take his you. side. I, I'm taking his side on this one. I, just, like, I ain't got to outrun the bear. I just got to outrun day, you. <laughs> To this day, he thinks he was in the right. Uh, <laughs> That's survival instinct. And you yes. have never forgotten that. <laughs> never. Never forgotten that. He's Second date. He's y'all. essentially a Viking. I'm, That's baked this, in. Come on. This is true. If you have ever seen her husband, he is a Viking. He could literally be a Viking in a TV series. No doubt. That's baked in. You got to give him that. <laughs> <laughs> he'll, he'll argue with, with me until the day one of us dies. <laughs> mm. well, I'm mm. taking his side on that one. Mm. Um but no, I like the um, you you know the from there you you kind of transition a little bit talking about you know obviously you you neither no one can cleanse their spouse the way that Christ can but His love injected into any situation can and will change things. It that, does that type of love that agape yeah. type of love. Yeah, because yeah. once again the reminder here is the marriage is to point to Christ, right? Mm-hmm. Um. And so, so many people want to use Christ to make their marriage better. I'm not sure I totally disagree with that, but we have to be careful with that because the emphasis is not on the human. Um, so in that case, you know, obviously when Paul says things like to make her holy, cleansing her by the washing of the uh, uh, washing with water through the Word, right. and to present her to himself a radiant church, 
which should t- the fact he said church there should tell right. you everything. I should have clarified. You said that what I said after you read that next. Yeah, part. after yeah. I read that those next scripture because he's he's saying present them without stain or wrinkle or any other blemish, and a husband cannot spiritually cleanse his wife the same way Jesus cleanses us spiritually. Right. So obviously Paul is talking here about Jesus and the church, um, and but it's but that doesn't mean the husband and wife cannot get into this algorithm, you know? And That's so right. what is that algorithm? It's and I think I said it simply is that if if Jesus Christ is the life giving vine in your marriage and you both tap into that, then health by default becomes the reality of everything that's attached to you, mm-hmm. which is number one, your marriage, number two, your kids, you know, number three, your careers, your your, you know, your extended family, all this stuff. It it and I think the way I said it was Jesus is like the water level. And when that water level rises, all the mm-hmm. ships rise with it, you know? And so that's kind of the mindset. And I think that's just so important for people to get out of the, to get out of their minds. You know what I'm saying? And, mm-hmm. and, 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 and stop thinking that the grass is greener on the other side, because even if it is greener, it's still going to taste like grass. Mm-hmm. Um, but get beyond all of that and just, I didn't have time to do this, but if that had been a marriage conference Sunday, I would have made every husband and wife stand up and look at each other and say, I choose you. Like, because that's ultimately what this was. That's that's what the wedding ceremony was. Mm-hmm. You said, I do, but what mm-hmm. you said is, I choose mm-hmm. you. And no matter what, mm-hmm. no matter what, even if you don't deserve it, I choose you. You want to know why? Mm-hmm. Because God chose me, you know? Mm-hmm. and And that's kind of the... Yeah. Ultimate picture. <clears throat> yeah, that's kind of where you brought it to is that, you know, we aren't anybody's special blessing. Only only Jesus is. And as a believer, your story, no matter how messed up it is, it still ends well. Yeah. All I'm saying is mm. Jesus never left me standing in the middle of the road. Here we go. Mm. Here we go. Well. Never leave you nor forsake you. Mm. Except when there's a car trunk. Sorry, Matt. <laughs> I, I, nothing I can do. I'm trying to figure out how to help you, Matt, but I can't. Except when there's a box truck coming. <laughs> <laughs> Those don't stop, do they? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm. Sorry, I'm I'm gonna side with Matt. Mm. <laughs> I'll go down with the show. <laughs> uh, let's see. What else do we need to talk about before we go, though? Oh man, what do we need to talk about? Mm. Lord have mercy. Um, well, we've got the women's Bible study and the men's. Bible study. There are women's studies and men's studies galore right now. If you're looking for somewhere to get involved, yeah, check out our website. Look at the events section, our women's Facebook page. Yeah, yeah there's a there's some kind of I don't know if y'all saw this. There's some kind of like digital thing that goes out about all the events that happen in Walker County. Have y'all seen this? They tagged us. Yeah, they Facebook. tagged us on Facebook. I saw that. Yeah, like our women's mm. Bible study made the list. Like, and it goes out to. Huh. So if you're in Walker County, believe it or not, our church is located in Walker County. That's shocking. Barely. Barely. The the front part of our property is Jefferson County. Yeah. yeah. So um but anyway, but yeah, it's uh there's a there's a lot of good stuff going on to get involved in. Yeah. We'll uh, have all, all of our yep. services will be back this Wednesday night. Yep. You know, bar no ice. Mm-hmm. That's what hurt us last week. Yeah. We got to come back for a week and we got to start everything back off for the Spring semester, I guess you'd say, mm-hmm. for the week, and then we had to take a week off because of uh, because of ice. Yeah, we definitely were kind of you know taking course of least regret there, erring on the side of caution because we have a lot of teenage drivers that come out. But 
it seems to have turned out to have been a really good decision because there were our, there were several several accidents in our area that evening. There were actually three separate accidents yeah. on Warrior Jasper Road Wednesday yeah. evening, mm. and there were so, patches of ice around our church, right around so. our church. That was for those who are wondering, because I know some people were like, "Man, the roads are fine right here where I'm at." Well, right here, the hill coming up to the church was, was still bad. very yep. icy, yep. and yep. so even as of. Friday, yeah, that was still pretty bad. Yeah, even Friday, it was still ice. But I will say, we probably need to tell our listeners this. For most people who don't understand how we make those decisions, a lot of times we're going with the Jefferson County school systems if they don't, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, because, you know, yeah, it they did, know a it, lot more than we do. Yeah, well, it, it depends. Like, a, in, especially in a winter weather situation, we definitely, and even in severe weather sometimes, but... Um, with severe weather, normally we just know the time frame. And yeah. let's just be honest: in Alabama, uh, <laughs> our, we're, our our meteorologists are much more skilled when it comes to tornadoes than they are snow and ice, yeah. right? Because they just have so much more experience with yep. it. Yep. And so we, um, you know, that kind of stuff we can kind of drill in on yeah. a little closer a lot of times. Uh, now, doesn't doesn't mean that it always pans out. You know, sometimes we cancel for severe weather, yeah. and there's barely a breeze blows through. Yeah. But. but there's nothing on the radar for this Wednesday night. Looks like <laughs> everything is good to go. Yeah, maybe a little rain, but that'll be about it. Yeah, a few yeah. showers, but but yeah. And if you and once again, if you don't have a, a home church, high points there. Um, we're not going anywhere. We'll be doing part four of our series. Um, this is us where we continue to talk about we're going to move off of marriage and actually start talking about parenting Ooh. and children. Yep. And we uh, on Wednesday nights we started uh, 1 Corinthians, and it's, it's been really surprising how much of it has tied in already. Mm-hmm. And I'm about three weeks out right now, especially since we took a week off. You know, I was mm-hmm. able to continue on and get even further out, so I'm about three weeks out right now, and it's continuing to tie in. Even more and more with what we're doing on mm-hmm. on Sundays with the the with the annual series. Yeah. So anyway, all right. Y'all got anything else? No. Nope. Sounds good. All right. All right. Later. We'll see you next time. Sunday Gravy.